Welcome to Into the Yes. I'm Marissa Fay, a functional nutritionist and holistic wellness practitioner. And I'm Jen Nickel, a movement witch and intuitive Reiki master. You are in the right place if you're ready to question society's wellness standards and prepared to be inspired to make changes that are right for you. Join us as we get into the yes. Let's go. Welcome back to Into the Yes. I'm Marissa Fay. I am a functional nutritionist specializing in women's hormone and gut health issues. I am joined by my dear friend and co-host, Jen Nickel. Hello, everyone. I call myself the movement witch. Yes. yes Taking you energy do. and fitness and body movement and body connection and all those things and blending it all up. Love that. Somehow, someday I'll summarize that. <laughs> right, exactly. Like that. No, same here, right? Every time I say what I do, I say it a little differently. Me so too. I, I get trying that. to find the language for it. Yes, it will register at some point, you know? <laughs> so today we are having part two of our conversation about parasites. So I will just give you the cue, listener. If you've not listened to part one, just scroll back two episodes Check out part one first, because we're really kind of just going to dive in today. Yeah. And then for all of you who've been waiting, because I know people have reached out and said, cliffhanger, Uh (laughs) (laughs) waiting for part two. You know, what's hilarious is for some reason, talking about parasites brings people out of the woodwork. <laughs> Everyone wants to talk parasites. I mean, what do you think that is? Because you've been talking parasites for a long time with people. Like, I have my idea about what it might be, but what is your idea about why this happens? I think because it's so gross and terrifying, and because there are so many people talking about all the issues that parasites can cause now that it's like everybody now thinks their issue is parasites. And it's like, right. Parasites may be at the party, but the parasites may not be the issue, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. That does make sense. Like, it's just, it's a part of the whole big picture Yes, of something to consider. But yes. I, you know, I'm thinking that it, it draws people out because, yeah, I think right off the bat, which this was true for me, it was like, wait a minute, I have, don't, I thought just dogs and cats had parasites. Uh-huh. And so at first you're like, wait a minute, I have them. Well, if I have them, I need to get rid of them. But also that scares the shit out of me. Like literally. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, all of that. Well, it also is something right. Like in the world of healing, there's not a lot. And, and this is true. There's not a lot where it's like, here's a here's a relatively quick time bound thing you can do, right? Yeah. Most of the things you and I are trying to impart to people is actually like, this is a lifestyle change, right? right? And that's really hard. Like changing your diet hard, hard. right? Yeah. Long-term stabilizing to something that's going to really support you. That's not extreme hard. Same thing with exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Not going balls to the walls with some ridiculous 75 hard, right? Yep difficult, right? I can wrap my brain around two months, three months, but wrapping my brain around like this is my time now. Yeah. Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it comes up and it's like, okay, six week parasite protocol. Um, it's an answer to it's an answer. It's like, all right, just do this. And then everything else will be okay. And like you said, we like this finite thing. 
Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, like parasite work is in my plan. Group parasite work is in my plan for this year. And I will be saying things like that. But I also, when I get people in the room, will be telling them many of the things that we're talking about today. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Because let's do it. People hanging and I know like what is there that needs to be known? Yes. Okay. So first, the question that slid into my DMs a bunch was, where do I start? Yeah. Yeah. And you're a great example of where to start because you are, we've been working together on your health for a year. I think it's even over a year now. Over a year now. Yeah. And you are just now doing your first parasite protocol. Right. Right. So what I want people to take away from that is that you have to prepare your body and you have to prepare your body more than you want to prepare your body. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like that my body's a good example of this, or I can, I can stand up as an, as this example, because I've been telling you, like, one of the things that I feel really proud of is that I didn't try to push it. I didn't like say, Marissa, can I just do it? Can we do it? I want to, I want to do that. You know, thinking that that is, you know, for some reason, like we just talked about, it's that finite thing that will answer all the things. Um, I had this inner knowing that I had to really settle in and take my time with this. And while in the middle of it, I'm feeling so glad that I did. Yeah. I I'm so glad you waited as well. And so here's the reason, right. That, that I recommend people prepare and wait. Okay. So there are, there are multiple layers to this, but one is As you kill off organisms, any organism, by the way, this applies to bacteria just as much as it applies to parasites. And it's what people skip, right? And you have to prepare your body because as these critters die, they release things. Now, what do they release? Depends on the critter, right? Certain critters have, think of it like a, almost like a spider web, like a protective web around them gloopy sometimes, thin sometimes, but there's some kind of film around them, right? Sometimes we will call it a biofilm, but even with parasites, there's just like, they're sticky, you know? And so because of that, I know it's gross. Martha, this is getting grosser by the minute. <laughs> come on, I know. come on, listener, stay with we us. We should warn people, if you're eating, put the fork down. <laughs> uh, we'll be using words like gloopy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And talking about your insides. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, this stickiness, it has a couple of purposes. One, it helps to protect the organism from being removed because frankly, they want you to survive. They're living off of you, off of your environment. So that's the thing, like many, many, you know, I run stool tests every day. The stool test I run gives me like five pages of data, only one page are pathogenic things, meaning Western medicine recognizes them as disease causing. And also in that case, there are many things on that report that I'm never surprised to see and that I may not even approach head on because having a small amount of it is okay, right? Mm -hmm. It can kind of keep things in check. So here's the thing, parasites with their kind of stickiness or this kind of protective layer, That also globs onto other things in addition to your insides. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So first of all, that can be a great place for parasite eggs. 
And by the way, eggs of another parasite, right? Not necessarily their eggs because some parasites, that's not how it works, right? So it can be a place for parasite eggs. It also tends to be a place where as toxins are traveling through your gut, which many, many toxins do, it's part of one of the key pathways that toxins move out of your body. And as toxins are moving through, they actually can start sticking onto this as well. And so we often talk about how when you release the parasite from your system and it starts moving out and you kill it off, you actually need to be prepared for what that is setting loose as well. Not to mention some parasites as they die, release toxins themselves, right? Toxic substances. So your body has to be ready to handle that. Has to be ready to handle the toxins that now all of a sudden got unleashed up. Yes, exactly. And here is the cold, hard truth. And listener, I want you to listen real closely. If you have not worked with me, someone like me, taken a course like the Balanced Hormone Blueprint or something like that, you are not ready. You are not ready. Even if, frankly, you're somebody, let's say you're like a personal trainer and you care about your health, you follow a healthy diet, I'm putting that in quotes, you follow a healthy diet, you have an active lifestyle, you are not ready. You're not ready. Um, And that is because we live in a toxic world. It's just the truth. And that's not me trying to scare people. It's just the truth. And if you haven't gone through a very active process to make sure your detoxification pathways, your drainage systems, that they're all working and getting nourished, then they're not working optimally. Like it's just, it's almost impossible. I have not had, I've not met a woman where I've been like, you're ready. Let me just throw you into that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and the point is your body has to be able to do a couple of things. One, your liver has to be happy enough. If you're dealing with gut or hormone related symptoms, which by the way, spoiler alert, everything is related to gut and hormone issues in women. Like there are things where, yes, that may not be the primary issue, but they're impacted by significantly, or they are impacting significantly the primary issue. And therefore they need to be addressed in the, in the equation. Right. Mm -hmm. So first you have to be in the space where your liver, right. Is supported enough and able to handle things enough. And like I said, most of us are not there. And by the way, the ticket is not a vegan diet or drinking celery juice every day. It's not. No. (laughs) So that's the piece, right? You have to make sure the liver is up and running. You have to make sure that you are able to poop every day because if not, and you start killing things off, you're going to have a backup. Think of it like a sewage system, right? And when sewage systems get clogged up, that's what's going to happen inside of you. Ew. uh, I know. So gross. So you need to be, so one major thing is like the daily poop, which you talk about a lot. It's like, no, really a complete and total emptying daily. Yes, daily. And, you know, it's one of those things where if you go to a doctor, they're going to be like, oh, you poop twice a week. You're not constipated. Oh, my friends, you are constipated. Like, <laughs> There are so many ways you can be constipated. You could even be pooping every day. But if they're not feeling complete, right, we all know that feeling, then mm-hmm. you're constipated, right? Like, so there's so much nuance to a healthy bowel movement, but you need to be at least having one easy to pass, well-formed bowel movement every day. And I will say most days, right? Like all of us once in a while, skip a day. I'm not worried about that. Right. But like 
you need to be very regular. You also need to be very well hydrated. And this is something that's come up a ton recently um, with women I've connected with in the course community, because we've all heard just like drink gallons and gallons of water. There are gallon water challenges. Have you heard of these, Jen? I haven't heard of gallon water challenges. No. Yep. So you carry around one of those ridiculous gallon jugs that you get at the grocery store. And not only are you drinking one, but you're sometimes refilling it and drinking another every day. And here's the thing. You can overhydrate yourself. And when you do that, you can deplete minerals and you can put stress on other systems that they do not appreciate. Mm -hmm. You can also obviously underhydrate and you can also overly be exposing your body to toxic substances in your water. So that's your nudge. If you need a filter recommendation, send me a DM. Let's talk. It's not a Brita. It's not your fridge filter. It's not doing the job. Okay. So you have to be drinking enough filtered water to support your body, but not deplete your body. Okay. So, um, that's one. So pooping every day and being, being hydrated. And that means like minerals, right? Yes. Yep. So, and this is not personal advice to anybody, but this is something I often recommend. And I share in the courses, you know, you can simply add a splash of lemon juice or a squeeze of a lime and a big pinch of a real salt to your water, and you're going to get benefits. So that is sufficient for at least a place to start as far as minerals, increasing absorption and hydrating appropriately. Yeah. Yep. Next one. Do you sweat? Can you sweat? Does sweating make you have a headache? Does sweating make you break out in pimples, right? Like it is so important that you can sweat. And the reason all these things are important is because as you start to kill things off, the Prime, the truth is the primary pathway is through your bowels, right? Is through your gut. That is the primary pathway, but things are going to get overwhelmed. When things get overwhelmed, they push out to these other pathways. Mm-hmm. So we got to make sure they're working. So, and really sweat is a nod to our lymphatic system, which is something I feel like what you do impacts a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. So can you sweat? Do you sweat regularly? Right. If not, you got to start there because some people, if you're the kind of person where like going outside in the heat makes you nauseous right away, you are not ready. Mm, that's a good, that's a really good marker. Mm. Um, I mean, I know when we first started our work together, um, sweating for me, I'm, I'm one of those people, like I don't sweat a lot. Like mm-hmm. I have to, you know, when I work out other than the night sweats or yes. hot flashes, which <laughs> We're, we're, what we mean here is intentional sweating, right? Like yep. you caused the sweating. It didn't just come over you. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, and for a lot of people like that sweating, like for me, that, that would only come from an extremely hard workout, but I don't have the energy to do that yep. all the time. So, well, and I don't want you doing that. That's right. not the answer. No. Cause that, all right. Stress hormones, all of that. So what I started doing was a hot bath. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a sauna and, and this is the thing. So a really hot bath until I can really feel the sweat dripping down my face. Okay. When I first started doing that, I would come out feeling nauseous and have a headache. Mm-hmm. That was an indicator right there. Like, yeah, toxins in my body. My body is not handling the movement of toxins. Mm-hmm. And by the way, your body probably needs some, I mean, we were working together, right? Yes. So we were doing some things to address that. So if you're a person where you heat up and you feel the way that Jen described, you need to be supported by someone because that is a sign that like 
also we need to make sure that that the toxins that are released when you heat up actually do leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's important. But yes, I agree. So the what I want people to take away from that is the answer is not go exercise hard. The answer is find a way to heat your body up. And yes, like taking a bath is a really uh, like a magnesium bath can be a really easy way to do it. Also, folks, you can get a cheap bath filter on Amazon, by the way, that'll filter out at least chlorine and bromine. It's worth it. Uh Um, So that is a great way to heat the body up. Very cost effective in most cases. Another good way is wear an extra layer and go for a walk. People resist that one so much. When I do that, I sweat under my like sweatshirt so much. Like Uh it's so great, you know? So it literally is that simple as like heat your body up. And then of course, like we love an infrared sauna. We love, right. Things like that, but you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can you sweat? Do you sweat? Do you feel okay when you sweat? I like, I like that. I like that biomarker there or that marker, that indication of like how you feel when you sweat as an indicator that there's other things to address. Yeah. Yep. And then the final one, at least kind of in this same category is via your lungs and it's actually via your exhales. So this is really the nod to, can you calm yourself the fuck down, right? Like, can you sit down, take a deep breath, take a deep release? Can you do that? Right. You know, that, you know, I bring that up a lot and we practice it in the classes that I teach is like a longer exhale, I call it a long velvety exhale. Keep it long and smooth and it's longer than the inhale. That's how you take your nervous system from the heightened state into a parasympathetic, which is where we're able to digest, fully digest, fully rest, fully and whatever you were going to say there. And also where you need to be more in order to successfully do something like a parasite cleanse or protocol, like a bacterial cleanse or protocol, because here is the thing that no one wants to hear, but it's true. You could do all the parasite protocols until the Dickens come home and you will still have too many parasites. If you do not change the environment in which these parasites live and that environment is inside of your body. And one of the things that strongly impacts the quality of the environment is your nervous system and being in this stressful state too much. Right. Cause they love the chemicals that we release when we're stressed, right? Like that's, that's them like doing a party, a dance party. That is right. And that segues so nicely into the next topic, which of course, like many of my lovely clients were the ones who said, make sure you talk about full moons (laughs) because everyone finds this so intriguing. And I'll be honest, I find it so intriguing too. So I'm with you. Here's the thing around the full moon. There actually is something that changes in our hormones. It's, it happens to all of us to some extent. Um, as long as you're exposed somewhere where there's moon, frankly, and it, and moonlight can be shaded by clouds. It doesn't matter. Like right? There's still some amount of it. And it has to do with the light and the darkness and what that triggers, but also the gravitational pull and probably other things that we don't even know, right? I was going to say the magnetic pull, the body is magnetic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's positive and negative ions, right? It's picking up on these things that we don't mentally, we're not mentally aware of, but the body yep. is aware of it. Exactly. And as we're coming into a full moon during a full moon, and then as we're exiting a full moon, what happens is your body starts producing less melatonin. 
And melatonin is our hormone that comes in. And by the way, it comes in way earlier in the day than people realize, you know, who are popping melatonin right before bed. It actually starts in the afternoon, a little bit earlier than that um, sometimes. So melatonin, we start producing less of it. And when that happens, we also on the other side of it, start producing more serotonin. And this is where people, and I have said this before too, serotonin is nuanced, everyone. Like it, it is not the happy, feel good neurotransmitter that you have been sold that it is. Yes. It, it in some amount, yes, but in excess, it is not a good thing. Um, and it's usually a marker of stress on the system actually. And so they will actually, sometimes this is a segue, but test serotonin in relationship to certain cancers. Um, so you start producing more serotonin, less melatonin, serotonin, think of it like parasites, favorite party drug. So what happens is it draws them out and they party. And this is why people will get things like around a full moon, an itchy butthole. They might get things like a little bit more digestive distress. Their bowel movements might slow down or might quicken, right? Because their body's recognizing and like, oh shit, we got to get rid of this. You know, <laughs> some people might get headaches around the full moon, right? Some people might, um, most of us, can be impacted sleep-wise that can have a relationship here or can just be because of literally the moonlight and that interaction with melatonin. Or what but, about like a, feeling a little irritable or agitated? That, yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. So what I want people to take away from this is that there are a lot of symptoms that can be associated, associated with parasite issues and parasites being present. And I really feel like most bodies complain in the way they tend to complain. So, and you can tell me if you feel like that's been your experience with this, but like, for example, my body tends to complain via my bowel movements, right? And so if I'm doing something like a parasite protocol and I'm pushing it too far, I know my bowel movements are going to change, right? And I might have a little bit of a sour tummy, but I'm curious for you, like, do you feel like there's a way that your body typically complains and is it complaining that way right now? My body complains with, um, energy, um, like feeling depleted or exhausted. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yes, it, it is doing that. Yep. Like today I, I struggled through my class. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, the other thing that's really important with these protocols and why I recommend at least the first time somebody does this, the first time they do it successfully, that they're guided by someone who knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because these, how you're feeling, Jen, is a part of the process, right? But on a scale of zero to 10, we don't want you at a 10 out of 10 right now of discomfort, right? That's a sign we're moving too fast. We're taking too much right now, or potentially the body is actually not ready. Right? right. So you need to be guided by somebody who can adjust your dosages and help you navigate things and learn how this all works and feels in your body. Mm -hmm. So go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> we're cutting each other off. I know. Um, right. Yeah. So it really, I think that that brings up an important piece to knowing when you're ready to do this is um, how you communicate or receive communication from your body, your mm -hmm. awareness around what symptoms your body has, when it's reacting, what it needs, how to respond to it. There's a lot of practice that goes into that um, so that when you come into something like this, 
you're aware of, even if there's a subtle change or like I am, I'm aware that, okay, I'm more fatigued today. And this is, this is my reasoning for it, you know, cause I'm doing this protocol and what it means is I need to rest more. I need to hydrate mm -hmm. more. I need to really look at it, think about the dosage. Right. But if I didn't have that awareness, I might just be like, if I'm still at that point where I'm just pushing through fatigue, no matter what, drinking coffee or a, ca a caffeinated thing to get through my day and ignoring it, then, um, then my body's also not going to respond to the protocol. Well, right. Exactly. And that's why I really think it's brilliant. The, the detox pathway we talked about of like being able to exhale. I think it's brilliant because if you are able to really sit down and breathe, then you have an, a way to access some of this kind of understanding about what your body's experiencing and kind of if it's okay or not. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's also why I think that's so important. And it brings me to another sneaky detox pathway and something people can expect if they do parasite work or bacterial work or candida work or really anything. If you're trying to kill things off, that's aggressive, Right you're not just killing off the organism, right? There are other things dying with that or other things that need to be released. There is a very big emotional component to this for some people. And it's why I like to teach people journaling and I like to teach them meditation and I like to recommend that they're up on their therapy visits if that's something they do. And right, like they're seeing their spiritual leader if that's something that's important to them. These things are really important because you might be surprised what comes up as you're killing these things off. As you're releasing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's so important here that, you know, I had an aha moment. Like I have this... Um, intellectual understanding that everything is connected. There's not a single piece of us that doesn't affect or rely on or impact other parts of us. We, it's just that our brains compartmentalize. We think of our body and then our mind and then our emotion all separate, but it's really all together. So mm -hmm. as soon as we, now, it, now I'm experiencing that and it's like really driving home that point that like our, our, emotional, um, centers give off an energetic frequency, which also releases a certain chemical substance. Right. Mm -hmm. And these critters hold on to that. That's what they like. So as you're releasing them, it's bringing that back out to process. So we are not only detoxing biofilm and critters, whatever we <laughs> want to call them. Uh, but we're detoxing emotions that have been stored mm -hmm. and held on to. Yeah. So it's, it's an, it's an interesting, it's interesting. Yeah. And so that's also something you have to be prepared for, right? Like I've had many clients because I serve primarily women and right. Women who are dealing with hormone and gut issues or want to improve their health and, and feel like they haven't been heard or supported. Right. And it's really common that my clients will have a moment during a protocol, like the one you're doing to focus on parasites where they tap into something about their relationship to people pleasing something about their relationship to putting everyone else first. Right something about um, kind of what they've held on to that's been toxic to them, right? Emotionally, emotional experiences that have 
really not served them. Right. Mm -hmm. So common, these things come up. Yeah. And I can just share my experience right now. I mean, I'm a week into it, so it's really not been very long. And we started on a baby dose Mm -hmm. to be gentle on the system and all of that. Right. But, um, I would say day two was day two or day three. I told you I'm agitated and irritated Mm -hmm. and like, just, I could really just feel like this, this deep layer agitation come up that didn't feel like came in from an outside source. And, you know, because I've been doing that internal work and really looking at myself and looking at my patterns and, and my emotions and intentionally working to release them and journal about them, all of that, I was able to look at it and go, Oh my God, of course we're releasing these things. Right. Um, well, and, and the beautiful oh, thing too, is that like, right. We're working together. So you were supported, right. Yeah. You had me to check that with. And I was like, absolutely. Right. And I remember, just feeling how validated I think you were when I was like, yeah, hundred percent. That's not just you in your mind mm-hmm. telling yourself a, a nice story about this energy. That's real. No, it's real. It's so real. And, you know, I even had, I was doing a hot bath because I'm doing these practices that are helping to support the work that I'm doing. So I was doing a hot bath and I just out of the blue, just was crying. And I was feeling deep sadness that needed to release. And, you know, it was related to my relationship to my body. Mm-hmm. So like you said, the patterns that we've been holding on to, um, those are the things that you find people have c- come up during a mm-hmm. protocol like this. Like if it was mm-hmm. people pleasing, it was something pleasing. Like for me, a lot of my work has been around my relationship with my body. And so it came to this like, emotional release of really finally just finding the beauty in accepting my body and being grateful for it and all of that. And it was like a really beautiful thing. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's, it's a cool experience. Well, and I think you tap on a a really great point, which is like, this is transformative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And It, it is. And you need to be guided the first time you're doing it. And if you tried it a time with somebody and you were not guided, I just really recommend that anybody listening, if this is something you feel drawn to or like your body needs that you really do, you know, work with me, work with someone like me, you need to be supported through this process. Yeah, I would say, I would say that that is very true. I mean, even just to like the validation, like what? what you gave so that, um, you understand the emotional process Mm -hmm. and just acknowledging that this is a big, it's a big deal. It's not a compartmentalized or separate thing. Like, Oh, my gut health is off. I'll try a parasite protocol. Like, it's just not that simple or that one off. We want it to be. And I, and I know like, I feel like it's kind of shitty to hear that because I think a lot of people tune in and are like, I want the answer. I've been mm-hmm. feeling off and I need the answer. What do I go by? And then how many weeks does it take? Yep. And we started this episode off saying, unfortunately, it's a lifetime process. And mm-hmm. if you do go that route, then you may not find the healing that you're looking for. 
Totally. And you need to dial in your diet and you need to dial in the leakiness of your gut a bit. And you need to dial in, right? Like hydration and movement and sleep and mindset. You need to dial in all those things, right? Like, and you know, of course there's an asterisk. I've worked with people who are dealing with very, very serious health issues and we move the process faster than we would like to, because we've got to get in front of something very scary. You do not want to be in that position. You do not. It is not a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other questions that came in just to make sure we touch on them. One was, yep. will it help you lose weight? Right. So here's the thing. You're killing stuff off that has caused issues. It's not uncommon for it to do either. For it to, for afterwards, you gain a little or lose a little. Um, and it's the body adjusting right to the result of things It's the body sometimes adjusting to the toxins that have been released that it maybe couldn't keep up with. Um, there can be a lot of things at play, but this is not like a weight loss tool. Right. But I will say if you're a woman dealing with hormone issues or things linked to something like leaky gut, like if you are really foundationally healing things in combination with this it is likely that your body will find a a center point that works for it. Right. So, and that center point could mean more weight. Yes. That center point could be a little less weight. And, and this is where that body acceptance comes in. Like for this to, I think for this to be foundational, like you said, for it to really work, we have to be willing to accept that our body has a spot where it feels its best or where it is at homeostasis. It's at its most balanced and it's not trying to constantly protect and, and all of that. And, um, and we have to be willing to look at that and say, I'm okay with where that needs to be. Mm -hmm. If it means wellness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, when, when I'm having this kind of conversation with someone, I like to just remind them to focus on how they want to feel. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of the time, like a difference of five or 10 pounds, but you feel amazing. You can disconnect from a number on the scale, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And if you're like, all of a sudden I have joy back in my life. I can Mm -hmm. access that more. I can access the love that I have in my life. I can access gratitude. I have more energy. I have more vibrancy. I bet feeling that is, you'd be like, I'll take 10 pounds. Yes. That's what that means, you know, on either end of it. But, Mm -hmm. um, this is again, I mean, we talk about this in the weight episode, right? This is again, separating, um, the ideal and standard and the place where our mind thinks we should be versus where our body needs to be. Yeah. And that's been a lot of the work that I've, that I've been doing also in the, in the yeah. past. Um, yeah, for sure. Years, so. And right. Like that's also, I feel like as women, part of just our life's work, unfortunately. Yeah. It's the way that it's the world that we were born into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's um, nice to have support for that. Yes, totally. Um, one of the, other questions that came in was related to enemas, but because we're going long, I'm going to put a pin in that and just say, let's do an episode to talk about enemas and things like enemas. Hmm. That might be the first time anyone has heard about it. 
I know. The only Which time is- I ever heard of an enema was Janet Jackson doing coffee enemas. Does anyone, anyone remember? Oh, she did coffee enemas? Yeah. I remember that her. somewhere in the news. This is years ago. Years ago. They're yeah. Like- I mean, it's something it's, they're amazing. They're just amazing. We'll talk more about it. Cause it's a whole can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, before we end this, I do want to say, right. Yes. The fear going into this, like I felt very nervous before taking day one pills mm-hmm. and I was really, I don't know what, but I was very nervous about what my reaction would be and yeah. what I might see. Cause you're like, you're going to see things. I was freaked out about that. Like, I don't think I want to. And like in my mind and my imagination, was very probably just exaggerated like a cartoon well, a lot version. of people think they're gonna poop something out and it's gonna turn around and bite them like I don't know like why. you're gonna see things squirming in the toilet like yes oh and that is an upsetting image to have <laughs> in your head like it's horror story type of things like I yes. was not looking forward to that um but I also as soon as I noticed that I was like I'm not bringing fear on board with mm. this pill and I like mm. sat with it and I was like, no, this is to care for my well-being. This is to love my body. This is safe and I'm taking it slow. And I did that reminder. Mm-hmm. And the things that I was afraid of are not happening. You don't like, I mean, it's poop in a toilet. Right. And you could decide and you could go through you it if you want to. Seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. And I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I do want to say. Only about 30% of parasites are visible to the eye. So that means there are a lot of teeny tiny microscopic things happening. So sometimes people will be like, I'm not seeing things. And it's like, that's okay. It's right. still doing things. Trust How are we the process. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So just to let people know, it's not necessarily that you will see things. You very well may. I just like to prepare people, right? Like mm-hmm. there could be some things. Also, some of these critters look like food, actually. Um, there's one type that can look like a tomato skin, right? Mm-hmm. So you might see that and not think twice about it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the funniest thing about this is the fact that I have to stand up and look and be like, what? I wonder what that is. <laughs> I've never once done that in my life, but now all of a sudden I'm like curious, like, right, right. Um, has anyone got a light? Anyone got a bright light? Yep. I think I, I might see something under... Like also, by the way, stinkiness is a, is an interesting measure during this time too. So huh? Sometimes okay. as things gonna... are being killed off, stinkiness increases a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun stuff. It's so much fun. Tell your family members, guys, I'm in yes. the middle of a, just look out. Yeah. Forward <laughs> this episode to someone you love. <laughs> All right, everyone. We've been talking for too long about bugs coming out of our butts. That's true. So, so what are you a yes for? What am I a yes for? I'm a, I'm a yes for self-love and self-acceptance when we approach anything to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. How about I, you? I am a yes for always reminding people that you have to prepare your body for healing. Mm-hmm. 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 Where can people find you? Find me on Instagram and TikTok at jennickel09 or you can find some of my classes or my one-on-one work or Reiki work uh, at theelementsexperience.com. Love it. And you can find me at Marissa Fay Wellness on TikTok, on Instagram, and you can find me at marissafay.com to learn about courses and programs and working with me one-on-one. 
Yeah. And if you have any more questions or you just want to talk yeah. about this more, please reach out to us. It's our favorite getting messages about the things we've talked about and knowing that you're out there listening. Like yep. favorite. All yep. right, everyone. Peace out. Peace out. Mm-hmm.